Hello everyone, welcome back to the podcast. Surprise, surprise. I know probably everyone thinks that this podcast is dead and will never come back. Um, but here I am, here we are. Thank you for tuning in and for being back. Um, I know I've been absent for a couple months now, I think since May. And I have been recording, I just haven't uploaded anything. I have focused on things that make me money <laughs> in those past pandemic months. Um, this is a passion project and it doesn't make me a dime as of right now. I actually have had, um, by the way, I have vowed to myself from now on to just speak my mind unfiltered, just be completely transparent with you guys or with whom, whomever is listening right now, because why, why else would I have a podcast? So I'm just going to disclose whatever comes to my mind. And I actually did have a podcast network reach out a couple of weeks ago. You know, that comes with the whole whole spiel of um, promos, of ads, and also of people advertising or promoting their own podcasts on my podcast. So I don't know if you listen to Nikki Glaser, for example, I just listened to, and she has other comedians pop in all of a sudden and talking about their own stuff instead of having um, ads and stuff. And uh, I don't know if I want that yet. It's uh, This has been such a nice little ride here on my little podcast island and <laughs> I'm just not I just don't know if I'm ready for that yet however that would bring in money and that would bring in some more exposure and all that good stuff so I might reconsider that again but as of now this is a passion project and um, so I have focused on uh, more heavily on different things in the past few months even though I've really missed it so here I am I'm back and I am back with lots of thoughts, uh, lots of things have happened. My son started kindergarten, um, he's in school, He's. I'm not homeschooling anymore. I've been a work from home, I guess you could say, mom for since, um, I mean, since he was born, but um, since March we've been together 24 hours and I've still kept up all my endeavors that I have um, started years ago and it's been a lot and it's been a beautiful time but I seriously don't know how I um how what happened I mean it's been just a whirlwind of work I am at the same time tired as I am proud of my whole family of my friends how we have managed to get through this but yeah it's been a lot so excuse me forgive me for uh, taking such a long break uh, I've also had some things happen and since I since I'm all about the transparency on here now I've had some things happen that have really sort of dampened my inspiration and my whole uh, my, my joy regarding this podcast <laughs> that had to do with me being what I thought was very very supportive of some people especially some females unfortunately and that wasn't returned and so and then I had uh, a comedian on the podcast, Marie Lecotis, and she is the impersonator, or she makes these little Cuomo, Governor Cuomo skits, and I find them so funny. But when I promoted that on my Insta story, I got lots of mean messages from the um, opposing political, the, from, from some Trump fans, and... Uh, in the moment, actually, it w it didn't bother me, but it put, totally put me off. It just, I, I guess it did bother me, or it didn't bother me, but I, I was not in the mood for 
for any of that for added stress you know i have really focused these past few months on uh, a balanced and i know that sounds so boring but a balanced healthy family life as much as i could and i think many many people have really gone back to the roots and really um focused on what's important in life i i just wasn't in the mood to put that up and then deal with any kind of crap basically which is unfair and i am gonna put that up that's gonna be the next one probably because i love maria we have really really different instagrams <laughs> and we have really different um we're just really different but i uh, adore her and that's just me and i think i got a little bit uh put off by certain things because I'm very much I'm very non-judgmental and I love and adore and respect lots of different people from lots of different walks of life sometimes it doesn't come back the support doesn't come back and that hurts or that bothers me just like it would bother anyone else you probably can relate and then there's another thing I have so many people in mind that I want to talk to and sometimes I get and I don't have an agent maybe I should get a PR agent someone just told me that but I don't have that as of yet so I I want to talk to so many people I could name like 10 authors for example that I want to talk to that I have found on Instagram I want to talk to some doctors I want to talk to some scientists and I'm gonna get there but it's all lots of work to send out those emails those inquiries to find a schedule to then it's all a lot so this is why things have gone have slowed down a little bit but I really miss doing these and if you enjoy the podcast please leave me a review on apple podcast reviews because i have like 11 on there and i know i have more uh, listeners than that and it just helps if you write a review so thank you and (laughs) so today i have a very cool guest Uh, it's dr anna guanche she is a board certified dermatologist and she's the dermatologist to the stars she is Olivia Copos, um, if you know her Instagram model, a dermatologist, Alyssa Milanos, who does all the injectables and all the fillers and all this good stuff. And the, f- the reason I wanted to talk to her, and I hope you guys, some of you guys might be turned off uh, of, of certain episodes just because you think it's going to be superficial or it's going to be, you know, all about the glitz and glam and just uh, constant positivity and, you know. But I find it extremely interesting to talk to people that seemingly are have this perfect life. You know, she has this great uh, Instagram persona. She's not just a doctor. She's also gorgeous, uh, gorgeous. And she's also a Instagram star, you know. And I find it interesting to look behind the scenes and see what, like, how did you get there? And uh, is everything really so perfect? And then, you know, we can also get... uh, tips and tricks from her because i don't know about you guys but i have broken out so much over the course of this pandemic all the time and i know it's especially she told me it's from cortisol which is the stress hormone because i am uh, sensitive and if you know all this stuff um is just uh weighing on everyone and so i broke out and now i'm constantly wearing my mask obviously like everyone else should and we all are and um so i'm breaking out where the mask is 
so I wanted to talk to her about that and she's super cool she has cool clients she's a dancer she has her tiktok and I know I'm always talking about tiktok and I wish I had time for tiktok I don't um because I just don't I'm a full-time mom and I know some people are like well you have to make the time and no I don't have to make, make the time I wish I could it's so fun I love to dance I love the creative uh, the creativeness you know what I mean behind that whole thing in the videos and but I just don't have the time right now with everything else that I have going on and but she does that and that's great and she is oh she's also we have we share a birthday we are both born on November 19 Scorpio women so that's very interesting and yeah I had a great time talking to her she gives great tips she has a really good attitude about things and um, I think you'll enjoy it. So without further ado, let's jump into the interview with Dr. Anna Guanche. Record here so I don't miss anything. My dog is barking in the background. That's okay, so, I'm a dog lady. We we're just talking about the fact that I'm a dog lady. <laughs> well, uh, I know you have a golden retriever as well, right? Yeah. Yes. What's oh, really? Uh, my golden, his name is Nugget, Chicken Nugget, but I also have an Apollo, he's a golden, and I have an Australian Shepherd, so we got one. Oh, I'm so jealous. I have one little white dog, and then I have one golden retriever. Ah, you know what? Once I got my golden, I said I'm not, that's the only kind of dog I want from now Oh, I know. Like, They're angels. I would like to have like a farm and 20, yeah. 20 golden retrievers. <laughs> so let, let's go so the, that I don't hold you any longer. I'm so excited to have you on. I have Dr. Oh, Anna. Guanche, is that how you say it? Dr. Anna Guanche, yeah, you got Guanche it. Guanche on the podcast today, everyone. I'm very excited that you took the time. You're probably the most fabulous dermatologist I've ever seen in my life. You look more like a movie star than a doctor. Um, and I want to know everything. How do you become so fabulous? You have an amazing social media presence. I'm always in awe. You're so cute. You're dancing, you're positive, you have, and, and you're a smart doctor. So um first question how did you get through quarantine because i'm sure that you guys are um had to lock down for a little bit and how has that been well there was a lot of uncertainty in the beginning and it was rough we had to obviously reschedule a lot of patients cancel a lot of people because we didn't have um, our pa here we didn't have our esthetician then we had to take it down to only cosmetic uh, i'm saying non-cosmetic so only medical like taking stitches out and um, taking out skin cancers that absolutely need to be taken out. So we were at a bare minimum with a minimum crew. So it's almost as if we restarted everything. We had to start from scratch again. Yeah. Very stressful, um, but lucky in the sense that uh, the medical part was considered essential. So we were able to continue working, which for me keeps me, my mind from spinning and getting too stressed out because I, I, have something to focus on yes of course so when the people are coming in what kind of procedures are now after quarantine um the most sought after what what's everyone asking for so uh people are back and they are very excited about being able to do their injectables again they had been waiting with bated breaths until they can come in again and so i'm happy to see that you know people are saying even though they have their mask on they still want to do their lips they still want to <laughs> look their best and uh, we call it resumination. A lot of people are working on Zoom yes. and they are um, seeing their face in a way that people normally don't see their face. Now, you and I 
are probably used to doing videos of ourselves and seeing what our face looks yeah. like in motion. Mm -hmm. uh, most people, when they look in the mirror, they pose their face. They pose yeah. it and they only see a 2D version, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. And so uh, now they're seeing it animated in motion, like, wait a minute, I don't know if I like this, I don't like that, I can't look at my oh, face all day. And yeah. so they're coming in, we're calling it resumination, like whatever's bothering you, we can, we can fix that. Yeah, cool. So I, I see so many innovations that you guys are doing because I've stalked you. I know you were on the doctors, <laughs> you were on extra, you yeah. are Olivia Copos dermatologist. I mean, <laughs> this girl is, that's right there, just says it all, right? This girl has <laughs> beautiful skin, she's so gorgeous. I just want everything done that she has done. Um, so what are the most innovative techniques that you guys are doing at the moment? Fillers behind the ear. Yes, we're doing the guanche lift. I nicknamed it the guanche lift because it's off face filler. It helps lift and redrape the skin. Mm -hmm. It's a filler in the places where your faceless incisions would normally go. So above the ear yeah. and behind the ear. And that helps lift and redrape the skin without surgery. So you can get a lift with any downtime and literally when there was a red carpet people could do that procedure and walk the red carpet that same day there's no red carpet right now but for zoom <laughs> i know Strat, that's for really life in general for being for, tight for life yes for zoom meetings how did you get into this industry well, i i have always been interested in beauty and detail oriented about beauty but when i went to medical school i was going to be a hand microsurgeon so i've always been detail oriented and then I did a one day of a rotation in dermatology one day. And by the middle of that day, I knew that I was going to switch to dermatology because it is so detail oriented. It's so um, satisfying. It involves being very intellectual and scientific, but also being procedural. Mm -hmm. um, not to say that all doctors aren't intellectual, but I mean, I was worried that it was going to be only rashes, let's say, or pimples, let's say. And I don't mind treating those conditions, but it's a lot of procedures and a lot of new devices coming out every year, new injectables. So you really have to stay on the cutting edge in this field, and that excites me. So even just at noon of that day, I had already done a lip filler, I mean, observed a lip filler, a skin cancer excision, and a laser resurfacing. So it was form and function all in the same place. It was procedures. It was just so exciting that I decided right then that I was going to switch to dermatology and I have never looked back. And now within dermatology, you can go towards the cosmetic or you can go towards the medical. And um, I do medical and cosmetic, but I lean towards cosmetic because I have uh, a passion for it. I love to make people look and feel better. Mm -hmm. And so that's kind of how I segued into to the more the beauty aspect of dermatology and you look like that so probably everyone's <laughs> like oh what what can i do to look like this what, what can <laughs> I do my cheeks and um so it fits perfectly i think uh, so how did you get into how did you get to go on tv and have this big social media following and was that always your passion to you know show what's behind the scenes and because you're really um, open with it it's really really fun okay well honestly i had a lot of insecurities about myself, about going on TV, about the way I look, about the way my mouth moves, for example, on TV, like all these things that I I was unsure about. So I would occasionally be on TV, then I would see myself, and then I would just get scared off from the next 10 opportunities. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, at one point, I had a realization that there's that part of me that really wants to be in the public eye and wants to share information with people and wants to be a 
you know, a spokesperson in the public eye and I need to stop self-sabotaging, you know? So I got really intentional about it. I got a PR agent. I got um, comfortable speaking in front of the camera. And these are things that took work. So it didn't come naturally. And I had to kind of get comfortable now. I love it. It's really fun. It's another segue of my career. And so it's exciting to me. And also I hope to inspire other people in a lot of different ways, not just in their career to, to go after medicine or not just in dermatology, but in really blossoming and being comfortable with yourself. So this self was always there, but I kind of started letting my own personality shine. Mm -hmm. I, I kind of decided to go ahead and not be scared of my own dreams. Like I, I want this. Uh, and one other thing I had to let go of is that, that voice in your head that says, who do you think you are? Who do you think you are? Why you and why not somebody else? And who I think I am has improved. And so hopefully with more confidence, I've gotten to the point where I feel better about uh, being on TV and being in the public eye. And that's been the key. Yeah, I love that. Well, it comes through for sure. I've been <laughs> watching you a little bit and I'm always inspired and especially the beauty and brains combination. I think if you think about a dermatologist who I don't know, prescribes Accutane or whatever. It's definitely a different, I'm from Germany. I'm thinking of my old dermatologist. Oh, that's, you know, worlds apart. So um, I think it's really, really cool for even young girls to see, oh, there's a doctor, she's gorgeous and she's so smart and I think it's very inspiring. I think one of my goals is to inspire young women. I'm not the traditional type of feminist in the sense of, um, you know, being angry about things and, and yeah. that. I respect that. I'm more the kind that gives opportunity. I like to have interns. I like to give opportunity because it is hard to break into this field. Yeah. And there's a lot of people very interested in it. And it's hard to know where's a safe place where you can uh, grow and learn and feel supported. And so I try to do that. I can't take too many people at a time, but I definitely almost always have one or two um, interns or people who are pre-professional who need their hours to get into medicine. And I hope to be someone who facilitates that. Even if I just help one person, that makes me happy. And if I inspire other people, that's even greater. Um, but the thing about it is that when I was younger, it was harder to find that. It was a little bit challenging to find someone who would take you under their wing and teach you. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I always see you on social media thinking she does everything. You always look like you have your shit together. Ah, I try. Leave together. Yeah. So do you have a morning routine? Do you have like a daily routine that you follow? Do you work out? Tell us your secrets. Yeah. So in the morning, I always meditate. Mm -hmm. I always spend a good, a good, I know it sounds like crazy, but it's 20 seconds thinking about all the things I'm grateful for mm -hmm. so that I will start the day on a positive note. Um, and I do yoga three times a week. I'm very consistent about my workouts. Yeah. Uh, so it's basically right, Saturday, Sunday, and Wednesday. And then I do Pilates once a week. Mm -hmm. And I used to do hip hop, but I can't go to hip hop right now because of COVID. And I love hip hop. So yeah. uh, sometimes I'll just do like TikTok video practice and it's kind of like doing my hip hop class. Like, yeah, uh, that's just for fun. And then deep breathing. Lately, I've been trying to talk to people about taking a few deep breaths because we have these masks on. And I think it's highly underrated to take a nice, fresh, deep breath sometimes. I feel yeah, like that's true. And my routine is very consistent during the week because I come to work, you know, five days a week. So I get up, you know, put my makeup on, do my meditation, you know, do my meditation first and then my makeup, you know, that kind of thing. So I got like a little system going. 
Yeah, I think routine is so important, especially in these weird times. Put your makeup on to go work out. I just did my first um, bar class in person today. It was so beautiful because ah! we're doing it outside on the patio of restaurants now. And oh, I missed it so much, that energy between people and the music. And because by yourselves is not the same as going to places. And it's so true. I'm a very extroverted person and I love people. So it's really hard to, to uh, be alone and work out for me. Yes, me too. It's not I'm the same. ready. I'm ready to see all the people that dance with them. But. I know, I know. So you just mentioned the mask. Many people have um, problems with acne. I also have like some old spots now because of the mask. Do you have mm -hmm. any tips how we can avoid breaking out under that mask? Or So I've been asked this a lot lately because the masks um, are trapping moisture and warmth. And so people are breaking out, not to mention stress. There's a little bit of a stress involved with covering your face and just everything that's going on in the world. So that releases cortisol, which causes you to break out. Now, I um, say use a cotton mask. Try to get a number of masks and switch them out daily. Yeah. And wash them with a gentle cleanser, like a Dove foaming cleanser or something hypoallergenic. And then dry them outside if you can, mm -hmm. um, instead of putting them in your dryer. And definitely don't use dryer sheets. But if you do get breakouts, I'm actually coming out with Miracle Cream. We actually have it at the office, but it's going to be available to everyone. It's an FDA approved OTC for breakouts. Mm -hmm. And it's the pimple cream. So it's called Miracle Cream. And you basically spot treat breakouts. And what's different about it is it reduces the redness of the breakout and calms it down without causing scabbing or dryness. There's a lot of spot treatments out there like that we use benzoyl peroxide base and all that but after you use it it shrinks the pimple but you have like flaking and scabbing over that area so that's what i love about miracle cream and i'm very excited to offer it uh, and it's been a long road because i paired up with a cosmetic chemist and we came up with this um comp this thing that was anti-yeast and antibacterial and anti-inflammatory so basically should cover all the bases but it took a lot of formulating and stability testing and all that so soon it's going to be on shelves i'm very excited about that well yeah um do you have any uh tips against acne scarring what's the best thing to get rid of that so acne scarring is hopefully you mean the little marks from acne little, little marks yeah yeah so those will go fade with time, but what, make sure you don't get sun on them while they're healing so they won't pigment. And then the other thing is you can get 2% salicylic acid pads over the counter um, in the acne aisle. And then you can swab with those, the areas that are, have the marks every day, once a day. You might get a little peely, but when you turn your skin over faster, the healing process goes faster. So that's oh. an option to do, but be patient. It takes a month or two to really get these things peeled off. And if you see your dermatologist, they can do, if it's a red mark, they can do laser, vascular laser. Mm -hmm. If it's a pigmented mark, we can, we have different bleaching agents and topicals that you can use. A lot of them are prescription strength. So then um, you could see them or a lot of your dermatologists now will have a telemedicine option. And we have that as well on our homepage. So it's an online visit. And as long as you become a patient, and we counsel you, then we can give you prescription strength items to help uh, improve that. And if it's an indented scar, then you might need laser resurfacing for that. So that's some, or filler. Right. I think what I did wrong, what you just mentioned is I went into the sun and now they're all brown. I saw one other thing that you're doing that's um, cellu a cellulite treatment. Uh -huh. I'm very excited about that. What is that? Tell me about that. So we do 
fill, we do filler for our little dimples, cellulite dimples. And the other thing we do right now is cool sculpting flat panel in areas where there's cellulite because it freezes the fat that's closest to the surface of the skin. But there's a new injectable that got approved in the United States, it got approved and will be available in September that reduces cellulite. So it actually works by reducing the little tetherings that cause the indentations of the cellulite. Yeah, and that's what I'm gonna come in for. But yeah, most of it is I think nutrition and water and working out. Yeah, I love those, that, that advice of nutrition, water, working out. And then also, I don't know if you've ever heard of high def massage, high definition oh. massage. Yeah, I'm low maintenance, I'm like. Oh, you're low maintenance. Is that like a something people do before they walk the red carpet or before oh. they do a photo shoot and basically it helps um, massage out that extra moisture and reduce the appearance of cellulite. It's not permanent, but it definitely gives you a nice, beautiful look and a lot of confidence. So that's something that you can uh, incorporate or at least keep in mind if you have a place you're going to go. Some people do it right before vacation or they'll do it before a photo shoot. And um, so it's called high def massage it and it incorporates lymphatic massage. Oh, I love that. That sounds really good. All the Victoria's Secret models do it right before they walk the red, you yes. know, before they walk because the Because they have so much cellulite, right? <laughs> I know, believe it or not, they do it. And I said to myself and to the person who, who I referred to, I said, why, why are they doing that? They don't have anything. They just want to look extra firm, extra smart. Um, tell me what your new book. My book is called Seven Days to Sexy. And I wrote it because I see celebrities, models, and all these individuals that are so stunning in person and then I see them on the red carpet. And I'm super talkative with my patients. I'm always asking them, what do you do? What do you, how do you do that? What's your secret for this? Who do you go to for that? So talkative. And so I got their secrets of what they do to look so stunning and how they do that transformation. Not that they're not gorgeous in my office, but it's another whole level of, of being stunning when they're on the red carpet. And so I put all that together in a seven days to sexy, um, hair extensions, eyelashes, body makeup, tape, oh, I love it. training. Oh, there's so much in there uh, that you can do over the course of seven days to really get ready for an event. It could be a reunion. It could be your first date with someone. It could be anything. But so, and then it has seven weeks and seven months. So seven days to sexy was just so that it would it would have a catchy title, yeah. but it has seven weeks and seven months because some procedures and some mind-body exercises and exercise take obviously longer than seven days. So just seven days if you have an event, and then there's longer-term advice uh, for you know doing lifestyle changes. And you were on Brand Glanville's um, podcast. And you're the real deal. I love Brand. You have to tell her that she has to come on my podcast. For I'll what, tell her. You know, I feel very close to her in my mind. She's like, uh -huh. Scorpio women are, uh, you know, they understand. I'm a Scorpio too. No. Yeah. Of, of course, don't we have the same birthday? We have um, November 19th. Yeah, that's my birthday too. Oh my gosh. Oh my God. Yeah. Well, then we know, right? We already know. Over. <laughs> I mean, no one understands us, but we understand each other. Yes, we understand each other. From, no, from Brandy here. is a is a strong woman and she's an interesting woman and she's beautiful she definitely uh when she went back on onto the show just as like just she just put a splash like she just 
injected life into the show. Like more people watched it, right? Because she's, yeah. And that's, that's what happened to a lot of people. A lot of people had sort of checked out, but then she, she went in and just boom, like all the ratings went up. I mean, she's amazing. She just says it like it is. Yes. I actually, even though I'm a Scorpio, I'm not as much like that because I, as a doctor and someone who has to keep secrets, because there's some people you guys know I see, and there's some people that I see that don't want you to know, and obviously it's patient confidentiality, so um, I have to be tight-lipped, and I can't just say just whatever I want to, so it's almost like living vicariously when someone else does, right? They say whatever they think, and you're like, whoa, that's cool. It just feels very, um, it's like a breath, breath of fresh air. That's true. To hear yeah. that. But yeah, that's, that would have been my next question. Who's the, who's the, um, who was the worst uh, patient? But you're not going to add to that? I can't tell you. No. But um, I know exactly who it is. Exactly. Like, oh, I, <laughs> I bet you have like a lots of, lots of names in, uh, in mind right now. Honestly, um, I, I don't have a lot of names. No? I love my patients, but I have, they're just, you know, once in a while a singer, like someone that's just so, so hard to deal with that. Uh, well, but it's also so personal to your face, you know, and then sometimes yeah. you think maybe they don't expect them to come out like me with Botox. I was like, well, that looks terrible. I got it for free afterwards, thankfully, because the doctor was like, yeah, that does look terrible. Um, <laughs> But yeah, but uh, yeah, it's so personal. It's almost, it's worse than hair because it stays, you know, hair, you can put a wig on, whatever your face is always there. So yeah, um, that would scare me off of it, that people might be upset that I did something to their face that, uh, that they don't like. Yeah, it takes a lot. It takes a lot. And then also because I'm so picky, I can relate to my patients because I'm very picky about myself. So when they say, oh, this thing or that thing, it's totally understandable to me. And there's some other people that just maybe aren't suited to go into cosmetic dermatology because um, they that level of pickiness and discerning patient that you get, you it's hard to handle. And now I'm super comfortable, but these people are in the public eye. Like I'll work on them and then I see them walking the red carpet. I'm like, you know, it's pressure. You have to do it right. Do you have any tips that we can do at home? maybe that you do like at home masks or anything where we don't have to go anywhere, maybe with household items we still have or? Household items. So we talked about doing an avocado and lemon uh, and honey mask. You can smash half an avocado, a couple of tablespoons of honey and a, maybe like a, just a squeeze of lemon yeah. and smash it together and put it on your face. If it's not staying, it's a little slippery. You can put oatmeal in it, oats. And that's stuff you should just have at home. And you do that mask. The lemon is an exfoliant. The avocado is a moisturizer. Mm-hmm. And basically the honey is antibacterial. So it just is like a nice combination of natural ingredients that will give you um, a good glow. So that's something you put on for 15 minutes. If you can get to the store or order things online, I love rock, rock retinol correction eye cream. That's what I use once or twice. Oh, my mom uses it. Yeah, she does. Oh, I love yeah. it. I love that. And then they also have a new vitamin C serum that's brightening and helps with pigmentation and fine lines. So that's a great thing for the summertime. What do you use on your face? I do, use, I do use rock retinol correction eye cream. Yeah. I use a couple of compounded products that I'm hoping to bring to market that have, mm-hmm. are, have incorporated 
created senolytics in them. Um, senolytics are a class of drugs that are being studied for reversing aging. And so I'm trying to figure out a topical way to deliver that. So I've got a few experimental things I use. And then every night I always use Retin-A, which is a vitamin A derivative. Yeah. Every day sunscreen. Right now, I, I love Elta brand. I don't know, Elta MD. Yeah, so Elta, E-L-T-A, but then I also love Isden. Isden is a brand that I've just now fallen in love with, and it's got a tinted one. Mm -hmm. um, that one's I-S-D-I-N, and it has um, that look that gives you your skin that perfected look that I love. A little airbrushing for your face, I love it. And you can, and if you wear makeup and you put that on as a base and you put your makeup over it, it just looks even more perfect. Mm -hmm. Man, well, I love this Restore C Serum. I got a million products. Got my consistently always a Retin-A, a great eye cream, always SPF, always. Mm -hmm. um, and then what I found is helpful if you're going to go outside or exercise is to put a primer either over or under your sunscreen. If you can put your sunscreen on, put the primer on and put powder over it, it keeps your sunscreen in place. So if you're out hiking, because a lot of people now are hiking yes. uh, because of COVID, they don't have anything else they can do. <laughs> or they're going tanning in their own backyard, which is driving me crazy. So many sunburns. But um, if you can put the powder on over your primer, it keeps everything in place better and it doesn't um, sweat off as easily. Okay, yeah, that's a good tip. Um, I think we covered it all. I could talk to you for hours because I have all these questions about the face. I'll be like, what can I do here? What can I do there? We do that in person or we do that in private. Um, I want, I did, you did say, what advice can I give to women who want to work in the beauty? Yes, please. Yes. So I think that women should, or anyone who wants to work in the beauty industry, you should not give up. Keep working towards whatever you're trying to work towards. Persevere. Don't give up. And don't forget that you should invest in yourself. So when I started practice, I worked with someone and um, I wanted to learn injectables and I wanted to learn laser treatments and I wanted to learn how to do, at the time, micro liposuction. And I paid for my own courses. So I didn't wait for someone to agree to pay for things for me to go learn. And that's one of the things that I've always always done is invest in myself so yeah someone else might not want to cover the cost of me advancing myself but i want to advance so i'm willing to invest and spend the money because i know i will make good of it and i know that that's something i want to learn really badly and i'm going to do a good job at it so that's something that a lot of times people wait for whoever their employer is or whatever situation they're in to provide them an opportunity yes. but i think you really have to try to decide what you want to offer, what you want to be doing every day and invest in learning that. Yeah. What do you do when you have an off day? Do you have off days? <laughs> when you wake up in the morning, like my face, I look terrible. I don't feel good. I feel bloated. But basically you have to put one foot in front of the other. And I do have those days. I'll admit that I'm lucky to have tons of energy and a positive attitude most of the time. But there are those days when you feel like you got run over by a truck. Mm -hmm. And I just say, what's the next thing I need to do? Put one foot in front of the other, put my shirt on, put my pants on, put my makeup on, put like, you know, and even if I have to break it down to each step of my makeup, just take your day, one little thing at a time, if that's the kind of day you're having. And you'll be surprised once you get everything done and you're out the door, or even if it takes you till you get to work or whatever, that you will engage and you'll wake up and you'll get out of that, that
that mood, you know, yeah. and to make it happen. Yes, I love that. So last question, what would you say is the thing that's on the rise right now, procedure-wise, treatment-wise? I know the eyebrows were like the yes. eyebrows were like, uh, like Bella Hadid eyebrows is really big yes. now. So threading is a trend. And I personally don't think that cat eye, like where it's really aggressively pulled, is, is a beautiful look. I think it's, a, it's okay as a trend, but I think it's going to go away because uh, lifting the brows upward is a youth enhancing look, but lifting them to the side is almost like a, it's a harsh look and yeah. it's a trend right now. I, and luckily threads are temporary, they absorb. So, um, but definitely threads in general are going to be a big thing. They're going to stay around and that is going to be uh, where we're building collagen with an absorbable material and able to pull um, and do lifting in the cheeks, in the neck, you know, everywhere in the face and even the cat eye, but maybe in my technique would be a little bit more of a lift than a pull. Um, and that kind of thing. I think that's a big trend right now. And then I really think that quo is going to take off the one for cellulite because everyone hates oh, yeah. cellulite. Um, I'm shocked that we hate it, honestly, because 90, there's an estimate medical literature says 90 to 95% of women have cellulite. Yeah. So why do we hate it? I don't know, but both men and women equally cannot stand cellulite. So, uh, this is amazing if there's something we can do to make it look better without non-invasive, you know? Yeah. One of the things I, I notice and appearances really do connect to how you feel about yourself. Um, and they have the lipstick sign, like when we would work in the nursing homes and um, when there would be a time when a woman would just stop wearing her lipstick and it would be soon before she would pass away. Oh. And it's that self-care is connected to your self-regard. So you, it really is connected. And so when somebody starts just not caring anymore, not doing a few things, the things they normally do, that's a, a little bit of a sign that things are in decline. Mm -hmm. So definitely the reverse of that is true. The better you're maintaining yourself and taking care of yourself, the better you feel. Right. So you can reverse that by taking good care of yourself and feeling better. Yeah, that's a good, that's a good tip, especially in quarantine where we all uh, constantly struggle with all these news and you know all the negative energy around us and the worries and whatever. I think self-care has, has really become something that everyone has to practice now, no matter who you are. You need to be aware that you have to take care of yourself and eat well and go outside, go into the sun. Um, because I say it's easy if you're not going anywhere to just get up, just get on your computer or on your phone or watch the news. And then next thing you know, it's noon. And then next thing you know, it's bedtime and you haven't washed your face. You haven't put your sunscreen on. You yeah. haven't taken so get up as if you're going to work and get yourself ready. And then, you know, have a routine that you're going to have to self-impose so that you feel like a human being instead of just sort of sliding into one day to the next, because that can lead to depression. Yes, I feel like uh, moms are actually almost better off right now, even though we have so much to do. I mean, uh, I don't even know. My, I've been home with my son for so many months now, and it's been really, really a lot of work. But at least I have to stick to a schedule. And I see many of my single friends that don't have children yet really struggle because they don't have to stick to any kind of routine. They can be in their sweatpants. They don't have to have you know lunch, dinner, and whatever whatever it is ready. They don't have to go outside. So. I think having a real routine, no matter if you go to work or not. I'm actually jealous of you that you can go into your office and you can or have to, but you can be around people. 
because I think we're such social beings and if that breaks away, there's a, there's leaves a hole in us, you know, that people now fill with drinking or with eating yeah. bad food and it just has this bad, bad cycle. Well, I know that even I feeling like I'm not as busy as I was pre-COVID, yeah. actually pretty busy now, but you know, there was a, f a phase where I wasn't as busy, that took its toll on me. So I can imagine if I literally was not working at all, um, I would, I would not cope well because I'm extremely extroverted and I love to get a million things done in one day. So right. that doesn't work for me. So during that time, I came up with all these, a lot of projects to do. So we redid the bathroom in the office. We did this, 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 like every day we had projects going on because that's my personality is to create something to do. So that's also something you can do. Pour yourself into a project that you've been wanting to do. Do something that makes you happy. Don't watch the news all day. The no, news don't watch the news. Yep. That's my podcast. Turn off the news. Turn off the news. Um, get your snippets somehow. Pref I say it's better if you get it online where you don't have that droning voice that's dramatizing things and and all these opinions one way or the other. Just read. Read a couple of different things like maybe once, once a day and that's it. Because... Yeah. Things are not changing that fast right now. Nope. So I'm like, when you subject yourself to the news all day, you're just setting yourself up for being miserable. Yes, it's just like eating bad food. It's, you have to be yes. careful what you put into your body, what you put into your brain. It's all trash at the end of the day. It's like fat, bad fast food for your brain. And um, yeah, we're all already stressed out because of everything, social media. I can't wait to come to you and uh have you check out my face and tell me what i have what ah, I you anything i'm definitely gonna come see you oh i'm excited i can't wait to meet you in person yeah and i want to read your book because i want to know all the secrets of the stars yeah my book is available on amazon yay good job you're mine like too anything else right <laughs> yes well that's where we will shop now for probably for yes. 100 years there will not no Barnes and Noble will be gone. Everyone's going to be shopping on Amazon. Crazy, crazy. Yeah, crazy. well, good luck with your book. This okay. was great. You are wonderful. I wish you all the best. I'm glad that everyone's coming back again and that everything's um, opening up and you guys are busy. So, um, yeah, thank you for coming on the podcast. You were inspiring. And, uh, yeah, have a great rest of the summer. And I'm going thank to get these pads that you told me about. Yeah, 2% salicylic acid. And thank you so much. And follow me on Instagram at Anna Guanche MD and at Bellaskin Institute. And both, both we're pretty active posting procedures and fun stuff. And yeah. thank you so much for having me on. I'm very yes, excited. This was great. This was fun. Thank you so much. Have a great day. All right. You too. Take care. Bye. You too. Bye. Bye.